episode of Open Us, the podcast about openness to new experiences. I'm Professor T, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Dr. Toomey. How are you doing this evening, Toomey? I am good this evening, Professor T. How are you doing, sir? I'm excellent. Um, I'm just back from a trip to Swords, where I purchased a new phone. Interesting. You purchased a phone in yeah, Swords. I'm, I'm open to new phones now as well. Interesting. Uh, is this uh, like your main phone? I, I just have this impression that uh, <laughs> that it might be like a, a work phone or something. That's, I'm, I'm sensing this. I may be a psychic. Well, you're sensing incorrectly. Um, I no, I just thought it was time to replace my phone. I was due an upgrade yeah. with my current provider, but I chose to. After 16 years with Meteor slash Air, I moved to three. Interesting. And what phone did you get, Professor? I got a Samsung Galaxy A50. It's a mid-tier, mid-level handset. Um, I got it for free, and I got a 200 euro one-for-all voucher as well. Okay, you got that thrown into the mix as well. <laughs> yes. Very good. So you went for the intercontinental kind of belt uh, standard of phone, mid-card. Yes, but th- that's kind of what I'm used to nowadays. So I haven't had a top-tier phone in a very long time, so... Um, It'll, it's a step up from what I currently have, and it's a new phone, so you know it's a win-win. <laughs> so you're happy enough. Or just that. a win. Just a win. Yeah, just, just a fun. win. Yeah, yeah, just a win. What's your win is, is small victories. Yes, exactly. So a bit of trivia there for you. Yeah, and as I explained off air, uh, my evening has been dominated by car troubles, which I won't bore you or the listener with. Excellent. Great. <laughs> a bit of dead okay. air. Dead air. So, moving on from that dead air, air is something we experienced last weekend. Plenty <laughs> oh. of it, you could say. And it wasn't dead. No, it wasn't. It was very much alive in the heart of Hoth. The heart of Hoth. And this was your first time in Hoth. It was my first time in Hoth. That I can remember. I believe I might have been there as a child, but I don't remember this. Um, but yeah, Hoth, Hoth, County Dublin, as in it's the north side of dublin but it's still in the county dublin area and yeah it's the first time i've ever been to hoth and um i was very impressed i have to say it was like somebody took the greatest hits of dunleary and bray and made a nicer place yeah i mean i sometimes go up kalini hill and I, I was looking out over the the cliff edges there and i think there's nowhere else in dublin that that's as nice as this but on the hoth cliff walks which is what we went on it was probably on par with that or if not better the views I mean. Yeah, um, I think Kalini Hill might trump it for me in that you can look out onto the beach and if it's a really sunny day, you feel like you could be in Spain or somewhere like that. It's so blue and beautiful and there's even some um, very nice properties and they have like palm trees and stuff in them. So there's some really, really nice views along Kalini Hill. But Hoth was very close, um, a very close second in the view. Good contender. Just missed out, maybe. Yeah, in the View League table, uh, I put Hoth in second. Um, but yeah, <laughs> very, very impressed overall. Yeah, it was very nice, yeah. Uh, it's a place that I've probably only been to maybe once or twice. And I've never got that, that full-on experience. Like of what, I, what struck me from going there was that there were so many people. You, you came out in the train. There were so many tourists coming out to walk around Hoth. So like there was big expeditions of... They seemed like Spanish tourists with the backpacks and everything on and they yeah. were all coming out for the the Hoth cliff walks. I didn't realize it was such a big thing. 
Well, neither did I. And I got on the train in uh, Connolly Station. So I got a train from Ashdown to Connolly and then changed over there to get on a dart, actually. And um, as the train was approaching the platform in Connolly, there was a shitload of people on it. And I suspected that all of them would be getting off at Connolly to go into town. But none of them got off, in fact. They all stayed on the train until Hote. And the carriages were so full, there were no seats and there was barely any standing room. And that's how many people were going out to Hote um, on Sunday, yeah. just gone. Yeah, and and I was driving with my girlfriend Liz and we picked you up just at the dart station. And I think the train had just pulled in a, a minute before we picked you up and there was just a flood of people coming out. And I was like thinking, is there some event or something going on here? But no, there's just people wanted to go out to Hoth because it's so nice. That's it, yeah. And um, we decided we were going to do the cliff walk. So our theme this week was to do something in nature. So obviously everyone can't live near Hoth. So hopefully anyone who's been joining in with us or doing the activities alongside us would have done something else in their local area or done something that was available to them but um yeah we, we were being sorry to cut across here we were being opening ourselves up to the aesthetically pleasing as we said last week the kind of openness to nature is a, is a part of openness and openness of beauty in general but sorry go on so yeah sorry sorry we, we started off along the pier and or you, we walked maybe you parked a few meters away from the train station and we started our walk there and it turns into a gradual, um, a gradual. What do you call? Not a slope, but a a incline. Incline. You might say incline. It wasn't the word I was what looking is for. Uh, it wasn't <laughs> quite know. incline. It was. Um, uh, you use it in maths. Uh, uh, the opposite of a slope. Um, no, it is a slope. Uh, a it fucking, is a slope. It's a type of slope, is it? Yeah. No, but it's an M. It's gradient. An M. Gradient. Yeah. Not an M. A G. Is it gradient? Gradient. Oh, yeah. It's a slight gradient, uh, and then gradient. That's it. <laughs> um, and then it turns into a kind of a steeper hill later on. But um, along the way, you get to look down uh, at the sea, which was lovely because it was a really sunny day. And all of the various features, such a lot of islands, um, there's a lighthouse and various other things going on on the cliff, yeah, head, uh, yeah. cliff edges of Hoth. Yeah, you could see out to like North Dublin, like north of Dublin, south of Dublin. Uh, there's birds like... Um, flying i suppose <laughs> what else would they be doing that you can see uh you can see the different islands i, I think it was lamb bay islands you can see out from hoth and it was funny actually um i was trying to get you and liz to stop talking sometimes to look out at the views so i was like a like a tour guide or something i was yeah like, so concentrate will you so this is this was one of the interesting parts of it. So uh, we brought Liz with us, but we didn't bring her. She came. <laughs> Liz, Liz came. Yeah, we didn't bring her. She she would hate if you if you said that. No, I'm only joking. She, she came with us. Um, and she was very welcome. She was very welcome, and yeah, just I think we were going to talk about the views there, but you didn't really um on previous nights i'd have a chance like this to talk with Liz for an extended period of time. Yeah. So so we were all going out to enjoy um, experiencing nature and the, the views and stuff like that. But yeah, as you mentioned there, like I would see Liz every few months and it's usually when there's some kind of event or night out and I'm usually half pissed by the time I see her and I probably have some kind of conversation where I talk to her quite pissed and remember half of it and then I mightn't see her again for another two to three months and then I repeat steps one to three and that's usually kind of how it goes. Um, that's the the last few times I would have met her would have been situations like that but this was different because it was the daytime we weren't drinking and we were walking for about two and a half hours so yeah I ended up talking to Liz the whole time not looking at the views and 
you were kind of <laughs> a bit put out by that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, you two were kind of chatting away, getting on really well, and I just wanted you to stop and and focus on the views because that's what I was doing. I was being distracted by the views and stuff. And I wanted to impose that on you and Liz. I wanted you to stop what you were doing, which was enjoying your conversation. And I wanted to stop. And for you, for me to project my enjoyment of the views onto you at selected times that suited me <laughs> and, and my experience. But yeah. in, in fairness to you and Liz, you were very obliging and you stopped and you indulged me and the views. But, but I think you enjoyed the views yourselves as well. No, I, I did enjoy the views, and they were spectacular. And I have a lot of photos on my phone which uh, depict these views and the <laughs> evidence. A couple of peninsulas and uh, various parts of the coastline, and it looks amazing. Peninsulas, especially, yeah, yeah, especially in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just multiple peninsulas. Peninsulae. <laughs> Peninsulae. Sorry, know. I'm just not used to that word. I kind of know what it is, but I just was taken aback. So then I repeated it there. Surrounded by water on three sides. Okay, water on three sides. A, a, a jutty outy bit, surrounded by water on three sides. That's a good definition of it. Yeah. Um, so there was lots of those. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, no, it was really, really nice. and It was beautiful and it was a lovely sunny day and I was really enjoying being outside. But I think one of the things I noticed, right, so, so when we went to read The Invisible Man, and uh, sorry, can I just say the, the, hi- the highlight of the entire trip for me was not having to read The Invisible Man. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part of yeah. Holt. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to read a book in yeah. Holt. Uh, yeah, there were that fewer fewer books, more peninsulas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, um, what, so one of the things I noticed was that um, while we set out to go and do something in nature, and that was the topic at hand, just like we set out to read a book, what we noticed this time, just like what we noticed last time, was that the task at hand wasn't really what was the main talking point afterwards. The main talking point afterwards was that, Jesus, it was nice to catch up and have a great conversation and I don't get to see you that much during the day and we never spend time with each other like that and wasn't it great to be out and doing something and, you know, something we never would have done otherwise. And just like with the book, it was like, wow, I forgot how difficult I find books to read and God, it was a real slog and it made me realise that I don't really like fiction and all that. So these tasks that we're setting ourselves are actually um, really opening up aspects of our lives that either had lain dormant and we'd forgotten about like the fact that we can't really read books anymore or um that uh we didn't really realize that we weren't taking full advantage of like just spending time with each other during the day on a weekend for no reason other than just to do it yeah and it's it kind of like it gives you a frame of reference that you're both sharing or and a space to spend time together and then you end up talking about things that are nothing to do with the experience just because you're, you both are sharing that frame of reference and you're, you're experiencing it together. And that like just is nice rather than kind of meeting up, let's say, for like pints or whatever and talking about the usual stuff um, without that frame, without that something new to give you the, the kind of energy behind it. Exactly. Yeah. So this is in a way this has been successful so far in that we're, we're doing things we never would have done and we're meeting up and we're talking about them. But maybe the the core reason why we've chosen these topics um isn't the uh oh geez i've, I've painted myself into a corner with that sentence maybe um <laughs> like to read the book you know was the reason why we decided to read a book but what we found out was other things about our personalities and to go and experience nature was the reason we decided to go to Holt. but again what we found out was that it's nice to just be out and do stuff and spend time with each other and yeah. and not have to 
like go out all night and get pissed basically like yeah and i think like it, what really stood out is that it was it was really like a day out it was really relaxing really refreshing there was actually loads of fresh air and we were walking for at least two and a half hours and we didn't feel tired at all like the conversation was just flowing between the three of us and it was just i don't know it was just, there was just something about doing something new like that 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 makes the whole it gives oxygen to the conversations if that makes sense as a metaphor i don't know if it does it's, um tenuous but you know uh, Tenu- tenuous we'll allow but, but pass- passable and, yeah. and and then we had like afterwards we we done our like our cliff walks and then we were i i was thinking are we kind of heading home now but we were enjoying it so much that we actually walked the Hoth pier as well yeah which i thought was a nice little add-on to it it was it was like a, a dvd extra you know you've watched the film but you want a bit more and i think it's a true test of any um friendship where you want to come up with excuses to stay out longer uh it means you're having a good time and then we went and we actually walked around the market and we ended up going and getting food and we prolonged it even further because it yeah. was actually such a nice day and we were having such a good time <laughs> and we sat out on the uh, the walls for ages as well eating the the hot that we we actually got sausages we all got sausages and we all got three different types of sausages i i got the um what's that german one the bratwurst yeah the bratwurst i believe liz got the uh, hot dog yes frankfurter Fra- frankfurter yes and i got a, a traditional irish footlong i don't know if the footlong was traditional uh, or irish but i got it footlong traditional irish sausage let's say that footlong sausage uh, but like, but even that was interesting <laughs> that we got like three different types of sausage like that show. Maybe that was just coincidence and that would have happened anyway. But maybe it was because we were kind of in the, the zone. We were out of our comfort zone. We're in an, a new zone. Yeah, that's yeah. open, open zone, yeah, a, a discomfort zone. A discomfort zone doesn't quite fit, though. Um, I know that was a joke. All right. <laughs> anyway, we, we basically three different types of sausages. Yes. <laughs> and then we were able to discuss the different sausages that we had. So even there, we were opening up ourselves to new experiences. Well, I wasn't really because I had a traditional Irish... Irish ah, I can't say the words Irish and sausage in quick succession. Irish, Irish traditional sausage. Irish sausage. It's very traditional different. Irish sausage. It is that, quite... That was good, though, actually, Irish. yeah. Traditional Irish sausage. Anyway, yeah, so we um, so we did go out and we experienced nature and we went on a cliff walk and it was very nice. But what we really did was we had like a two and a half hour conversation and caught up with each other yes. in a different environment. And that was actually the more enjoyable aspect of it. And there was zero yeah. books involved as well, which was great. <laughs> and that's the whole point of this. Like we're not trying to like put out the message that everybody should be more open or you should constantly do new things because everyone will have their reasons for why they're not doing new things. As we said before, it's it's within the context of our friendship that we want to do this to stimulate new conversations and new experiences, and it's working so far. Indeed, and it is now. Um, Indeed, and it is. So, I one thing I wanted to say was that um, I was in such a rush to get out of the apartment on time because the trains were only once every hour from Ashtown that uh, I didn't put on any sun cream and was walking around for two and a half hours in twenty degree heat. And I was actually <laughs> yeah. burnt to a crisp. <laughs> I noticed that actually when you were getting out of the car, I didn't have a chance because it was the only time I was driving you home, and I was—I just looked around, and your face was just so red. Oh my god, so, it was—it was the fucking disgraceful. Um, my are you my okay? neck. Oh, my neck has been in agony ever since. I can't really wear like uh, I couldn't wear a shirt properly like on Monday and Tuesday in work, so I had to wear like, a really really loose 
kind of soft collared shirt um, and I was still in agony and then today eventually it's kind of started to get a bit better but my whole face is starting to peel my neck is peeling really badly I haven't had sunburn of this um, level in a long time in several years so I suppose we didn't take into account that we would be out in the sun for three hours yeah then uh, yeah, I had I was like I had to go into work and then I was in meetings and stuff and I I was really kind of I was thinking oh maybe I'll work from home on Monday and Tuesday but I, I couldn't really get away with it because I had stuff where I had to be in it was just fucking uh, it was torture to get through but you know I've come through the other side so, now so skin peeled new skin grown <laughs> and you're a new man <laughs> I thought that the for some reason in my head I thought the Hoth Cliffock would be sheltered there would be trees jutting out overhead and that would shield us from the sun I had no real reason to think that it doesn't make any sense really interesting but, um, imagination there fair play <laughs> that there'd be like a road just like perfectly along the cliffs and and jutting over that road would be trees um, well no it wasn't no, like that. no that wasn't the case at all at all at all uh, yeah well there there we have it uh, that was the whole clip walk and that was nice and succinct and I think yeah. we both got something out of it but what we also have done this evening is we've decided on what our topic is going to be for next week that's correct and that is goes by the initials of V R or V or I don't know why I went with the uh, English pronunciation first pronunciation pronunciation who knows is that what you were going for? I didn't know what you were doing there. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was going for the initials V or and then I changed it in my head to V R to tr- some sort of joke. Okay, right. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, what V or what does it stand for? Well, V R, in case you weren't aware, stands for virtual reality. And what we intend to do this weekend is to go to one of Dublin's V R experiences and experience it. Yes, we're going to experience the virtual reality, as you as you could say. Yeah. Okay. So, just a bit of a background on my um, my familiarity with virtual reality. So, back when I was much younger, virtual reality seemed to be like cutting edge in nineteen ninety two, and there was an ah uh, there was a TV show on. I think it was ITV at the time, and the contestants came on the show and they put on a VR helmet, and they were absolutely enormous things back then. And then once the VR helmet was on, the viewers at home got to see what the person in the helmet saw. And it was like a 3D environment, like a very crassly animated video game from the 1990s, but cutting edge at the time. And they would be moving around rooms and they'd be able to pick up items and they'd be able to go into different rooms and stuff like that. And I remember at the time being about seven years old watching this thinking it was unbelievable. Um... And it was on. It was always on back to back with another video game show called Bad Influence. I don't know if you remember that. I, I remember the first one. I think it was on Channel Four. Was it? Was it Channel Four? Okay. I think um, it was on Channel Four. Possibly and Channel it was always, Four. Then. They were they were going around these these rooms, and there was always some some evil thing chasing them, and they had to move through the rooms or wherever they were, the scenes fast. Um, yeah. And fall over and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it looked absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. And then virtual reality kind of seemed to die a death. I, I don't remember hearing much about it for many years. It's it was like um, it was like almost like the three D cinema technology. It, it it seems to come and go. I mean, I think it's already gone again. Like I don't hear of much films being released in three D anymore. Or I mean, I completely wrong now. Um, 
but it comes and goes in, in swathes. Like 3D was big in the 80s. I think it came about around again in the 90s with the 3D goggles being given out with films and stuff. And then 3D kind of became big again a few years ago. And now it seems to have disappeared again. Or is, is that correct? <laughs> well, I must admit, I don't know too much about 3D. But uh, from my experience, you don't see too much 3D glasses in cinema these days. Like you see at the odd time for yeah. certain movies but there was a period of time where it was like pretty much every superhero film had uh, the 3D glasses yeah and I don't I don't hear about it as much anymore although admittedly I don't really go to the cinema that much anymore so maybe I'm not the best person to pass uh, judgment on that but my point is anyway is that virtual reality kind of disappeared from popular culture as far as I noticed anyway for, for many years maybe even a decade or two um, and then in the last few years I've started hearing more about it um, these virtual reality activity places are popping up as we found out after researching it there's a few around Dublin and in these places you can go and participate in games you can do it in groups um, you can do like a virtual reality escape room although we decided to veto that because we, I think we've both had fairly uh, unimpressive experiences in escape rooms before but like they have all these other types of games where you can go and like it's like a zombie invasion or there's one I was just looking at it there called No I Expect You to Die which is obviously a famous James Bond quote and it looks like a James Bond style game where you go around and you have puzzles to solve and you have gadgets like Q style gadgets and uh, guns and all that type of stuff so to me that sounds really interesting and I'm actually really looking forward to it and I, I guess you'll be using sidestep in that <laughs> I certainly will be using sidestep that's a that's a callback to our youth when uh, trainer and daily and John and Lambo were able to use sidestep in the golden eye game and I wasn't able to use it and I would remark on them using sidestep but that was also. Uh, I, I would belittle you for using. Sidestep. Oh yeah, you would sneer, <laughs> sneer at us for using sidestep, even though it was actually uh, it was the difference between a good player and a great player. Uh, yeah, it was a vital move in the game. But uh, that was in, at the height of the PlayStation versus N sixty four wars, um, where you were firmly in the PlayStation camp, and the, the rest of us were probably N sixty four. I w- I was yeah. offended by the sight of an N sixty four, and and I presume likewise. It used to get very heated, yeah, um, <laughs> for no reason at all. As if we'd created the consoles. <laughs> uh, but uh, back to VR, yeah, I think it's it's be it's uh, gotten popular again recently because the technology has kind of moved on, that and the the price of it has come down, so people could have it in their in their kind of bedrooms or whatever. Um, so I think that that the kind of that level of technology was lacking. It's it's kind of come come on now. Um, yeah, um, so there's like Xbox and PlayStation VR consoles at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I'm yeah. not an expert on it, or I don't know too much about I, it. But I, yeah. I can't say I've played one, but that I'm fairly certain that there are. I, I, yeah, I've never played one. So we're going into this kind of very naive and very uh, inexperienced with anything to do with virtual reality. Yeah, and that's the way we kind of like it. That's the way we like it on this show. Yes, interesting impression of no one there. <laughs> no one in particular. Actually, uh, I want to bring up something here to read out. So will you say something there for a minute there to the listener? I certainly will, yes. Um, you, you have you have the floor. 
I have the floor. Okay, thanks very much. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, looking forward to the VR thing. But back to my childhood memory. Um, yeah, it's something that's laying dormant in my mind for many years. But I think on the sly, I've always really wanted to do something in virtual reality. Ever since that show. And I can't remember what it was called. But I'm certainly going to Google it directly after this episode. And I'll mention it next week. And I'm definitely going to go and seek out some clips of it on YouTube. Because that was a, a huge part of my childhood. Watching that every afternoon. I think it was on after school or something like that. Um, and it was a block of programming that also featured bad influence as far as I can remember which was the computer game program where they gave you the cheats at the end but in a really really fast um, clip where you had to record it and then play it back on your VCR by using the pause stop and play function and that's the only way you could actually see the cheats um, and I remember the famous Street Fighter cheat to unlock the bosses in Street Fighter 2 not Street Fighter 2 Turbo Mind just Street Fighter 2 was featured on the end credits of bad influence one time and it was uh, up down left right and so, oh Jesus, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a famous uh, button command code that was used as a cheat in many games at the time. And I remember seeing that for the first time at the end of Bad Influence, which was included in a programming block with the virtual reality show whose name escapes me. Well, you've really made use of that that floor that, that you were given there. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> so just to uh, finish up, really. Uh, so we're going to do VR. So let's try and work out what, part of openness is that related to i'm going to call out the different parts of openness. oh yeah okay so there's six different parts so vr is it fantasy aesthetics feelings actions ideas or values openness in all of those areas which do you think it would be i would say it's fantasy and yeah. was experiences in there um that would be actions fantasy and actions i'd say fantasy and actions because with fantasy it's been open to uh imagination and it's about inner worlds so that actually fits like creating an, an interesting inner world so this is really being open to fantasy and then i think really they all tap into actions as well yeah i suppose they all could i mean you could say anything is an action so it's a bit vague but yeah but i think yeah we're opening ourselves up to the fantasy the imagination of virtual reality this week if you have a chance to do that at home or not they're not at home that's an outdated uh, uh thing <laughs> they could be anywhere if they're if they are there um could you could you continue <laughs> on from there so we'd like you to join along with us so if you want to go and experience a virtual reality um uh, day out in your local virtual reality <laughs> yeah sorry that reminds me what, what I meant center <laughs> people may not have access to virtual reality centers so I was going to say there that this week why don't you open yourselves up to fantasy in some way so so, so imagination inner worlds uh, daydreaming uh, hold no? on that's, that's far too broad um, it's far too broad open okay. yourselves up to fantasy that could be anything uh, <clears throat> no, they have to do virtual reality. Okay. <laughs> it's a deal okay. breaker. Okay. You said it. Professor T has decreed you have to go to your local <laughs> virtual reality center. And if you don't have one, travel to one. And if you, and and if do you don't do it, then you're not fucking playing, all right? <laughs> you're, you're out of the openness, open us club. <laughs> Where, you're fired. Uh, closed-mindedness will not be tolerated in the openness group. <laughs> yeah. We are not open to your closed mindedness. Uh, welcome Only to the openness. <laughs> welcome be. to. Oh, sorry. Fuck. Sorry. Never mind. I was we're, gonna, we're cutting cutting across each other. Go on. Like cunts. Uh, I was gonna say. 
Welcome to Tolerance Camp, where intolerance will not be tolerated. Yes. Shades of 1984. That's a South Park reference. Oh. I thought I was... Uh, anyway. Ah, yeah. All right, so I guess we're uh, signing off. Um, you anything to add before we go, Professor T? I don't have anything to add other than listen out for our social media blurb, which will be included at the end of this episode. Please follow us on all of our social media platforms if you wish, and please take part. Honestly, if you do have the um, if you do have the opportunity to go to a virtual reality experience place and do one of the games or take part with some of your friends, then do it and let, give us your feedback. Let us know how you get on. Uh, preferably if you've never done it before as well. So um, that's the kind of whole idea here. Um, Give it a go, see how you get on, and get back to us, and we will see you next time. Stay open. If you'd like to contact us on social media ahead of next week's task, search for us on Twitter, it's at Open Us Podcast. On Facebook, it's also Open Us Podcast. On Instagram, it's Open Us Podcast. And via email, it's Open Us Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, oh.